Oh, well, following on from that absolutely amazing chocolate fest of Easter, we turned it around and we got a craving for some goodness and reached out to organic fitness expert Coleman Power. Now, Coleman is both a fitness trainer as well as an organic grower, so he's a great advocate for combining healthy, nutritious food with exercise and movement to provide an all-round balanced and healthy lifestyle. Now, Coleman has got more energy than a bunny rabbit munching on an organic carrot while on a trampoline. He is full (laughs) of happy buzz. He is all about the organic fitness lifestyle, which it seems as though he quite pioneers, actually. Um, We read a little bit up on the internet about this, and it's kind of the idea is consistent with hunter-gatherer heritage and requires no equipment. And in other words, basically, you're not going to the gym, but you're just kind of engaging with nature instead. Yeah, and I think that's actually a really good point where we should jump into this interview. But during the conversation over the next 30 minutes or so, we asked him for a few tips on achieving a healthy and balanced approach to exercise and how this really is different for everybody. Yeah, and as he's a grower himself, for him, that all relates basically with our food and our exercise and our health. So is food labelled organic, ultimately more nutritious? What about cooked food versus raw food, different diets, sources, protein, supplements, and ultimately the motivations to actually stay on top of your diet as much as you do on top of your exercise. Yeah, super important. But first, this organic fitness, what is that all about? So do you know what? I actually looked up uh, organic fitness. There you were, number one, right? But like organic fitness, right? What I figured out was that it's designed to like mimic exercise that is natural like rather than using these extra peripheral things like weights i suppose so like would you say that organic fitness is like jumping from tree branch to tree branch or like kind of an ape kind of a thing or what exactly is it <laughs> uh, no, this is great. i don't know why we're not recording this press the fucking red button there we're recording. I hate doing this, right? Because what we what you just asked there, Joe, that won't come up in the podcast unless you write it down. We're, See, we're, 12, I, min, we're 12 minutes we're, in. We're recording <laughs> 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 Call me. Boom. So tell us, like, what the hell is organic fitness? Like, is dancing organic fitness? That's what I want to know. See, and the whole idea of it is doing an exercise movement is something that is different for everybody. So my movement would be suppose, a preference towards that would be doing something with added weights. But the minimal exercise you're going to need is, I suppose, starting off in your day, stretching. It starts off first thing in the morning, stretching. Then you can go outside, you can do a bit of grounding. That's something that improves blood flow. A lot of people uh, used to do that as children. We used to walk around, run around the garden, whether it was your mother or your father chasing you with a wooden spoon. That was, I suppose, a form of grounding. And in top of that, then you're doing your daily tasks. You can go and factor in your exercise, whether it's body weight, whether it's added weight, you get a little bit of an added advantage. And I'm, when I'm saying added weight, it can be one, two, three, four, five kg. You can get them little rallies or there are other shops available that buy weights that when you, I suppose, most certainly have added weight, you gain a little bit more advantage than you would have just doing body weight alone. And a lot of people so are looking So running for, up the stairs with a sack of spuds is a good way of exercising, you're saying? Definitely. And literally digging a hole or putting their spuds into it would even be better again because you're going to gain the advantage of a carbohydrate that I do recommend. And a lot of people might say the carbohydrates make you fat. No, they don't. Come here, you're a grower, aren't you? Yep. Look, look at those hands. What do you grow? Uh, everything. Um, you name the vegetable. Uh, potatoes, uh, tomatoes, cucumbers, parsnips, chilies, apples, 
pears, you name it. Wow. And it's all organic growing that you're doing? Yeah. Chemical free Class. all the way. Why, why, do you, why do you grow? Because it's the one thing we all should be doing a little bit more of for sustainability and for your overall health, whether it's registered organic or not. It's the whole idea of it's growing without uh, glyphosate. Glyphosate is literally the biggest killer of not only the small little things we call weeds, but the beneficial microorganisms in the soil. Those things we don't even see. And as a result of that, some people say, ah, it makes no difference. It does make a difference, but you haven't actually, suppose, realized that what you can't see is having a massive effect on your overall environment. And not only that, the foods that are then given grown in that soil have a negative effect on your gut health which is because why car the idea of uh, that carcinogenic glyphosate is the active ingredient in roundup causes an antibiotic effect in your stomach killing beneficial microorganisms so that is literally why we're getting sicker why we're becoming more i suppose um chronic illnesses Depen- are increasing dependent as- on pharmaceuticals That's yes it. mental Food is medicine, and people are not eating medicine. You have to eat the right type of food as well. Mm, yeah. And do you grow to sell, or do you just grow for yourself? I grow to sell too. And uh, the, I'll be doing courses, grow your own courses in Kildare soon. Oh, class. Okay. All right. Can we just go back a second? Because I want to make sense of this. You, you're a fitness trainer, you, yeah. you, you, you teach organic fitness. Yeah. You look, yeah, it looks like you're going to be teaching organic right. growing. Can, can we just go, when you said when you were 16 you started started training were you growing then no no i wasn't i wasn't as i was growing to an extent that i, I never didn't grow up on a farm yet i always walked outside and on i suppose small holdings dairy farms would have been i can't think back about it my first job is definitely i was on a, an organic dairy farm uh, they had a, a polytunnel like it would have been a makeshift one but again doesn't have to be really fancy ass pretty all bells and whistles it just needs to have i suppose added heat for those added growth in whatever veg is grown inside there and yeah i went from that and from studying horticulture i went into doing a master's degree in organic horticulture that was my supposed area i wanted to specialize in and then that's really when i kind of was kind of like do you know what we would do the fitness we can do the food we can amalgamate it together and there wasn't anybody doing it at the time, and I kind of saw a niche in the market, and then I went for it. Took a bite well, out of it. It just seems to make a lot of sense to to look at it this way. How come we don't see more fitness trainers kind of singing from the same hymn sheet as you? What do you think is the the reason for that? Because it's very fucking hard. It's, <laughs> growing is hard work. There's, you don't make a lot of money from vegetables, and that is straight up the answer. You think of it that the effort to sow a seed, to transplant, to water, to weed. And then for someone to say, oh, Jesus, three euro or two fifty. That's awful expensive for you know what I mean, a bag of kale. And I'd be kind of going, you know how long I've been looking after this. And I harvest and it after, and I, after it's been harvested, you got to pull it out of the ground and clean it up and get it ready for the next crop, too. So it's not even like once it's in the bag and sold, it's done, you know. No, there's a lot of work to it. Like it's that. never ending. And uh, vegetables don't take the weekend off. They don't know it's your birthday. They don't know it's Valentine's Day or anything else in between. Are you a vegetarian? Am I vegetarian? No, no, I, I've tried all the diets. I, I did a podcast on an eight week trial I did as a, 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 on the vegan diet. I learned so much. That was about nearly a year and a half ago, if not more. The, I see, I'm into nutrition too. Like, um, I also have a search in nutrition. So the idea is like, I know all about the different fat proteins, fats, and carbohydrates, which every food goes into. And then there's different types of protein, which 
is not complete protein. So that's how the vegetarians and the vegans get, I suppose, they're all nine essential amino acids. Like, so take the example of lentils. That's what most people are eating. And then they're eating chickpeas, the vegans, vegetarians. And when you put them together, they make complete protein. And that helps to repair not only your skin cells, but also your muscles from the exercise that you're doing. Okay. And what other diets did you try at the time? Like like keto diet is pretty popular, like kind of cutting Jesus, out carbs. Jesus, kind of like, Yeah, like low carbs and keto was something that was before I did the vegan diet. And it was, you, know, you think of energy now, holy God, we're climbing walls there. Like it was, it's just never ending. It's kind of like that excitement that you get when you score a goal or somebody, it's an emotion that's kind of just rushes up through you. And you get it at certain times when I suppose, when you increase your fats and you get really running off your body fat because you're always going to have body fat, whatever. Like I would have a low percentage of body fat, but I certainly would um, what have uh, the ability then to use and tap into that when you're in a ketosis size state. But most people say, I'm doing keto and I lost weight. You might be doing, you want to do keto, but what you're doing is you just, you just take out processed food and taking out carbohydrates and that inevitably will help you to lose weight. Like yeah. you go on any particular diet and it's going to help you lose weight. Why? Because you're quite in tune, you're focused and you're being, I suppose, better than you previously were on the diet. You're not eating the pizzas on a Friday. You're not having the added chocolates, the biscuits, putting the feet up and saying, bring over the bottle of wine. Thanks so much. Do you know what I mean? You're, <laughs> you're being in tune. Yeah, so I, I guess the best thing really is just kind of having a healthy, balanced diet. Like, what would you say would be um, good guidelines for achieving that kind of healthy lifestyle? I Tell us the ingredients for success here. The ingredients for success are, a quote I love to use is, plant a seed today to gain the advantage in the future. You have, future. You have to start today. Either with, I suppose, using the knowledge you currently have or working with someone is so important because there's so much information out there. You just, what you have to do is zone in on someone that you trust and that you would trade places with as you can inevitably then incrementally improve it's not about being the best or doing as much as you possibly can in in a week because you can't do just like i love the comparison you can't do a week's worth of water and in a week in a day the whole idea mm. of it is you have to I suppose spread it out throughout the week mm. Mm. i tell you about my experience and i because okay so a couple of years ago i got mad into running and i ran uh, a marathon a couple couple of other long runs and then during the the lockdown my work went really online as it did for a lot of people and I just shrunk like massively I started getting quite skinny headaches I definitely was on I was under nourished let's say mm-hmm. and so I decided I'd go back training as such okay so I, I found a gym and I found a guy who was gonna who was gonna help me do it and my first session with him um, I basically nearly fainted. I had to like go into the bathroom, splash water in my face, sat down on the ground, like, like full cold sweats. I was like absolutely miserable. And you kind of, it was only then that I kind of realized because my work prior to that would have been very physical mm. for my whole life. Yeah, was you were in and kitchens was, and markets and all Yeah, but even, even markets in particular, yeah. like you're lifting 25 kilo boxes, about eight or nine of them downstairs out of the you know out of the kitchen down the stairs over into the van you bring them down bring them out of the van you put them into the fridge at the market you do the whole thing you do every single salad tub which is 500 kilos each you know and then you're putting them back into the thing and putting them back into the van and go back like it was a workout all day but it was the wrong type of fitness as well because I wasn't balanced I was well able to lift really heavy things up and down stairs yeah but at the same time I'd soar back I was and I, I was quite young so I wasn't probably doing as much damage as I would be if I did it now but only now, let's say, for the first time where I actually fully properly embraced a longer term, more 
thought through plan towards exercising and looking after my body because now I work online quite a lot um, and it's made a huge difference. I have found that I don't need to think a huge amount about my diet because my body tells me what I need. So I'm, I'm a firm believer in nourishing the cravings because I believe if you can eliminate processed sugars and other heavily kind of industrialized foods, your body naturally, when it craves something, you should have it. So like if you're craving, like I'd love kind of more gluten related things and all that, you don't need to be saying to yourself, you shouldn't be eating this much gluten. Like if I want a big bowl of pasta, it's because my body wants it. And I I actually really think, and I don't hear too many people say that, but I genuinely think that's a really good thing. If you crave profiteroles twice a day, you have an imbalance in sugar, you're consuming too much sugar. If you can eliminate that sugar and, and rule out those kind of bad things, then start listening to what your self, self st- says, what your body says, what you want. You'll start realizing that it's often the right thing. Would you agree with that? I totally agree with that. And even what I'm just conscious of time, and I will definitely expand on that, is to do with your beneficial gut microorganisms. They actually determine what you actually need. If you were extremely active and then you were craving a lot of carbohydrates, that's exactly what you want because your body runs off carbohydrates. Mm. And if you're craving chocolates and more sweeter things, that's because you constantly have been feeding yourself those foods and you have got used to that. So what you need to do is incorporate in more beneficial high-fiber foods that they feed off much more much more um, nutrients in that so your body can have more energy. Yeah. Uh, um, calories should we be eliminating calories from our diet we is a massive word that includes <laughs> my granny uh, my niece who's one as of Sunday and the three of us here so that is all dependent on the individual who says what their specific fitness goal is mm. yeah yeah that's a good answer what about organic food and organic fitness um, you know is organic food more nutritious ultimately organic in particular most certainly and the thing is it's something that i stressed with people it's higher omega-3 omega-3 is something that's anti-inflammatory that is definitely something that you can most certainly uh, gain advantage of why and where does the omega-3 come from omega-3 comes from the soil as we touched on the likes of that glyphosate is something that is so poisonous to not only the soil, but your own beneficial gut bacteria. That idea is really important that omega-3 is in higher concentrations. But not only that, it's higher antioxidants. And how are there higher antioxidants? This is one that I suppose that people can argue sometimes that there are comparable studies to say this and to say that. But with the studies that I'm, I suppose, talking about right now and comparing them to is the higher antioxidants because of the stress on the plants. Why are they stressed? Okay. They're stressed because they have to defend for themselves. So when the likes of, we'll take the example of a tomato plant. Tomato plant's in the soil, it's in your polytunnel, and it is growing, and it will have green fly nibbling on its leaves, the leaves we typically, typically don't eat, the tomatoes, but inevitably it has to produce a beneficial chemical, those antioxidants, in the likes of the tomato or the fruit. When we then are the end consumer of that, we gain the advantage of higher antioxidants in that. Antioxidants reduce stress in us, so we are gaining massive advantages that's the main difference. And then you'll still have people trying to fight me and say, Coleman, I have a study over here. Look at this. It says that we uh, are, are there are compatible antioxidants in conventional as opposed to anti, uh, they're organic. And I say, okay. I, I say, okay, I give up. I, I look, I'm a, I'm a positive man. I'll, I'll give you that one. But then it's not what's always in organic food that benefits you. It's what's not in it. It's always harping back to harsh chemicals. Like we mm-hmm. cannot continue to grow the way we have been for 
the last couple of decades and continue to use these glyphosates, these pesticides, these synthetic fertilizers that are not supposed feeding the soil that inevitably is reducing in its quality as the years go on. Yeah. And like, I suppose some non-organic foods like may actually be fortified, like chemically, I suppose, um, to, to be more nutritious than organic foods. But like, what about the cost? Like, what if I can't afford organic products? Am I then damaging my health as a result by eating non-organic food, in your opinion? No, I do. And I love that question. A lot of people, I suppose, right now is with the increase in fuel prices, the increase in food prices going up and up. It's always an added expense. And I always touch on that point where you either have right more time or you have more money. So it costs very little to get yourself, I suppose, the likes of a packet of seeds. And that's why I mention in uh, my upcoming book, the likes of foods that you can either add to your diet or grow, but you must, so you can buy it or you can grow it, but you must add it to your diet. It's the mm. tomatoes, the best bang for your buck, your kales, your spinach, your squash. And again, that's going to suppose be something that you start and put into your lifestyle, whether you're, single individual whether you have a, your partner whether you have a family the whole grand scheme of things is that you're getting and gaining advantage of these whole foods that contain fiber that contain all the different antioxidants to reduce stress they contain exactly what the body needs and i just want people to consume more whole foods firstly my whole preference is local fresh and organic being the gold standard and just to touch on that point the word organic is a registered term so if you're growing your back garden, that's chemical free and it's not organic, but it is comparable. If you get me, yeah. it's a registered yeah. word. But yeah. why is that? Why is it a registered word? It's because the fact that there, it's preventing cowboys from, I suppose, going, my stuff's organic over here, George. I buy off him. And then he brings it over princess. and he tastes it. Like, yeah, it's not bad. It's pretty good. Yeah. But he's spraying the periphery edges of the garden and then it's leaching into the soil and what's in the soil and it's taken up with the plants. It just cuts out the, the messing, as we'll call it. Mm. Right. Okay. I, I want to ask you something because I don't think that everyone who listens to our podcast is, let's say, in a in a fitness regime at the moment. So I am, uh, you know, a 40 year old um, woman. I, I have a full time job. I also have kids. I'm not exercising at the moment, but I am eating well. What do you think is a good thing to incorporate in to bring in fitness into my lifestyle without saying I'm going to join a gym, without saying I'm going to to find a personal trainer what's just something i can add in to my week you don't necessarily have to get a personal trainer what you do need to do is put into practice the things that you do know today you know that ten thousand steps is what they recommend so you can do that whether you've got kids at the younger stage get get them into the pram get them into shoes you're getting outside Ten thousand steps is massively important they recommend that why because you can burn between 300 and 500 calories alone by steps that's the most basic thing I get people to do when I'm training and mentoring. They're getting outside and people say, oh, come on, I'm quite busy. You have to factor it in. The idea is you health is so important. Whatever age you're at, you have to incorporate in some form of movement. 10 minutes, 20 minutes is what I'm recommending for people to factor it in throughout the day. You can, if you don't, I suppose, have a, if you have a problem with weight loss, and you say you don't have time, you actually don't have, a, I suppose, a weight management problem, you have a time management problem more so. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. A big thing there, I think, is motivation as well, isn't it? Like, how do you keep on top of it? What are your top tips for keeping motivated to stay fit? Massive. I love this question. If I paid you, I will literally just give you the 20 euro there now. Motivation comes <laughs> you from... You can pay me later, it's fine. Yeah, no, it's okay. Are you, you work with that? <laughs> 
I'm a massive believer in goals boards, okay, and setting out with people that I do it myself because what I do is what I recommend. On that right there, um, I actually have a video of that, exactly what I wrote down in 2020, and it's now 2022. I wrote down that I wanted to have, I suppose, a book that promotes people eating local, fresh, and organic produce. I wanted to have an online business that gets people to reach their fitness goals so they can be happier and healthier. And then the next point of call then on the final one is that I drew the images, which makes it much more visual. Because once, I suppose, there's two things you get clear in your head. Things happen twice in this world, once in your mind and once in reality. And you have to, suppose, have a clear set out goal for yourself to work towards. Because what I like to do is have a blueprint how my day is run, what time you get up at, what you do first thing in the morning, where you go to the toilet, brush your teeth, what time I suppose you're doing and starting work, what time you finish work, when you're having your main meal, when you're exercising, when you're walking and what you're doing and when you unwind and when you I suppose shut down because the clearer you are on what you have to do, as I said, is your blueprint. And once you follow, I suppose, that map and you're focusing on your goals, you get from where you are to where you want to be. It's all about the vision, so massively i'm such a vision visual guy like i'm dyslexic but again that didn't stop me writing a, a book and people say oh cool man he, you know, he's he's different i am different and you're different as well and you have to find what works for you but just because something is difficult or so just because something is challenging just like growing is, organically is challenging doesn't mean you shouldn't do it mm, mm, yeah that's for sure um can we go back to like you know kind of getting that healthy balance in your diet. One of the big things we hear about all the time is getting enough protein. Um, I suppose, first of all, what are the guidelines for um, protein consumption for people? And what are your recommended sources for healthy proteins? I love it. Protein is a massive thing. It's quite trendy, just like the diets that are out right now. There's so many different protein sources. We'll touch on the different protein sources. There are com- incomplete protein sources, which vegetarians and vegans have on a daily basis so we'll go with the vegans because it's again it's one of the popular diets they must have uh, in their diet complete protein sources so the vegetarian and vegan ones would be tofu and tempeh and hemp seeds and bulgur wheat and quinoa those are the top five ones that you can add into your diet i recommend people to add in more fiber to their diet so tofu and tempeh would have that so the likes of your tempeh is fermented it's made from soybeans and so is the likes of tofu so 100 grams of Tempeh is typically fist size, about 100 grams, whether chicken fillet or it's tofu or tempeh. The idea is that is a, going to give you 18 grams of protein in tempeh. Tofu is 12 grams of protein per 100 grams. Then the likes of hemp seeds, they're smaller. Then you can go down towards eggs, are a great complete protein source. But before we go on to, I suppose, the other complete protein sources, incomplete protein sources, mixing chickpeas with rice. But why don't Everyone goes, I suppose, leaning towards that because there are carbohydrates in rice and people sometimes want specific diets that have lower carbohydrates. So that's why nutrition is so important to tailor into the individual and where they're at and what they're doing and what their movement is, whether they're sitting down at a desk or they're carrying around boxes and crates up and down stairs, delivering mm. such items and they're sitting in the van all day. It has to be supposed tailored down to them. But the protein sources that I do recommend would be tofu tempeh hemp seeds and then i would go dairy complete protein then you go chicken fish turkey eggs and meats would also be inclusive of that i don't ever force anyone to eat i suppose any one particular protein source but it has to be specific to your i suppose culture because for someone to say that 
Irish people should never eat, I suppose, a chicken again, uh, or maybe meats would be, I suppose, against our heritage. And just like if you were an Italian to say you shouldn't ever eat uh, fish or on a Mediterranean diet, it's not fair to do that. But what I get people to do is always stick to single ingredient foods for whatever diet they have. And then I suppose that brings me full circle to how much to consume. It depends on your current height, your current weight, and your current, I suppose, activity levels. Again, which is so varied. So mm. the idea that uh, Coleman recommended one uh, particular amount, which is 100 grams of protein, that might be for an individual that's taller than you, that's smaller, that's more active. Mm. But as a general rule, I would bump people up on my program. General, I love this word general because it has, covers the basis. 1.5 grams per kg. So if you have a 70 kg individual, that's 1.5. Somebody do the maths there on live. That would be like what, it, what it would recommend. That's about there. 110. There we 105, go. 105? Yeah, you, that was your maths, not mine. So we'll go with that. <laughs> I'm really bad at maths. <laughs> we made it between the two of us. That's okay. So recommended on 1.5. And then if you wanted to bump it up in a weight loss phase, you could bump it up to two grams of protein. That's what I would recommend to people who are training at least four times a week. But whatever happens, people are saying, oh, I sh- maybe I shouldn't have protein just because I'm not working out. You need protein. My granny needs protein. My niece needs protein. Every single body, I need protein, you need protein. It is an essential food item. It, and what it's, why they call it a complete, why it's called a protein, it's called, and it's called the essential nine amino acids because your body cannot make them. Okay, your protein is essential, healthy fats are essential, and carbohydrates are actually not essential because your body can run out fats. So that's, I suppose, where the keto diet and such came about. Hmm. So you mentioned tofu and tempeh and hemp. What about like local Irish natural ingredients that we can get on our doorstep? Neither of them are in that list, really, are they? Maybe the hemp. You can most certainly get soybeans that are made down in West Cork, uh, tofu, is made down here and you can get that again at your local health food shops but again that's just your complete protein source and that is dependent on if someone wanted to go down towards that route towards a, a more vegan or plant-based approach to foods mm. then as i always say the preference of myself and i have to state this as local fresh and organic that's why i love eggs eggs are nature's multivitamin they can name vitamin a d e and k like people are taking multivitamins before they're eating whole foods and that's one of the first things they ask me they say what uh, multivitamin or supplement do you recommend the definition of a supplement is to supplement what you cannot get from your diet and mm-hmm. i always i suppose get people to focus in on protein sources and healthy fats because the carbohydrates are going to come and then um, uh, i always get people to eat the things that are in season asparagus asparagus these are asparagus these are great <laughs> These are so good. Did you just pull them out like swords there? I just pulled them out like swords, like left and right on my face. And I, I'm such a visual fella. And then carrots came out of nowhere. And then <laughs> I love these. I love colour because colour is antioxidants. And not only that. Hold, hold them up again there for us, Goldman, will you? I'm an entertainer. I'm an entertainer. These, these are the screens that I can grow, you can grow, and I do grow that are in season, right? A lot of people mightn't even know about the likes of these greens. Like, and sometimes people mention vegans or vegetarians. I'm not against the diet. They say that greens or broccoli might have as many uh, protein uh, calories per gram compared to steak. I'm not anti-steak either, but 
don't eat and try eat as much uh, broccoli to try consume your protein target because you would have to eat a hell of a lot of broccoli. But I do <laughs> recommend greens. This is winter purslane. These are and these is and are in season right now. It's full of vitamin C. Vitamin C is good for your skin health. It's good for your immune system. And it's literally nutrient dense and it's low calorie. So that's why you should be always adding greens to your diet every single day. This is endive. Endive is a natural, okay, prebiotic. Prebiotic is good for your gut health. All these health things help improve your overall, I suppose, uh, health. And I always get people to, I suppose, get things at your health food shops. And I don't mean the health food shops where they're selling supplements i mean the ones that are in your area that are based in the country or get on your gone onto a box scheme that can deliver these type of foods to yourself like rocket another massive breadwinner why because it contains iron and magnesium iron increases your energy levels as well as magnesium being in every different multivitamin that's out there is something that reduces uh, anxiety it improves your suppose, a body's ability to relax which the more the better so reduce the stress and that improves your sleep sleep is one of the pillars of health and it's one of the things that i I talk about a lot with my clients why because if you're not sleeping right it affects your hunger hormones and i always lean towards uh, the idea that getting into a sleep habit and a sleep routine and bumping up your magnesium from greens hemp seeds are high in your magnesium french beans that are also going to I, I grow as well and are definitely an organic fitness food that i recommend to people they're quite easy to get or grow your own as i said a pack of seeds would be no more than two odd euro cobra is a variety that i recommend and then the last thing for magnesium before taking a supplement would be cacao cacao is a bean that will certainly could you can gain the advantage of making a tea of it and putting maybe in some maca powder mixing it together and drinking that off instead of coffee. I'm not against coffee, but coffee can affect your sleep. So it's really important, I suppose, get and lean towards yourself consuming more foods that benefit you that don't have a negative effect on your overall health. Yeah, nice. So getting it naturally. What about cooked food versus raw food? Yes, great question. Yeah, and then I'm glad. <laughs> there I wasn't much to a question there. I just, just put, put out <laughs> I, know, I made uh, it a question. Instances. <laughs> <laughs> cooked food or cooked raw food? food? Cooked uh, food, yes, raw please. food. Where are we going? <laughs> uh, there's advantages to both so I'm so into gut health and beneficial microorganisms just being that Mr. Organic Fitness there are beneficial on these more so than anything else I have on the table right now these there are beneficial microorganisms located on the likes of living material so such as salad leaves the by the way for layer, anyone listening salad to the podcast leaves, yeah. of salad leaves and the gaining of uh, consuming something raw you would gain those beneficial microorganisms as a so if you can get things i suppose as quick from the harvesting process to your plate and to your mouth the better because the less hands that handle your produce they you, you, they get killed when they, suppose, they get crushed and pushed and washed a hundred times over so that's why i recommend people to have salads in their diet and that's a raw product but if you were talking about a carrot, see, every food item is different, just like every person, you gain more vitamin C and than when it's eaten raw. So if you wanted to gain the advantage of that, you'd be cooking your carrots as opposed to just having a raw uh, spinach leaf, if you get me. So they're always, it depends totally on the individual vegetable or fruit that you are consuming. Mm. A load of one fresh vegetable or mixed frozen vegetables? A load of fresh vegetables? I say, I say like a plate of carrots... Or a plate of mixed frozen veg? It's a very good question. And I am 
a kind of a half a politician, what did you have for the rest of the day that would definitely be more inclusive of how that would go? I do love fresh vegetables, but frozen and then depends on the time of the year as well. God, I'm dodging this one like nobody's business. Somebody sign me up to the doll. <laughs> what do you think of frozen veg? I, I'm a major fan of it and I freeze vegetables and fruits that I grow myself uh, for the likes of the winter when there is a, a lack of diversity in the growing season such as yesterday i had frozen berries red berries and red currants and black currants in a smoothie that literally reminded me of summer because we could do with that because it's actually raining outside right now and that's the gain and advantage of that i do love people to add in as much diversity of fruits and vegetables whether it be frozen or not to their diet so yes to free, free fresh or sorry to fr- to frozen fruit but also, yes, to a plate full of carrots because you gain the advantage of both. If the answer is A and B and you can do both, then do both. It's not that anything is good or bad. It's totally what you compare it to. So yeah. eating more whole foods, whether they're frozen, whether they're literally not frozen, the other option to that, fresh. <laughs> you gain, I couldn't remember the word for a second there. You gained advantage of it. So eating yeah. more single ingredient food. I, I, I guess to be honest to be honest, it, it was just a kind of an extreme thing. Like, you know, sometimes we say, Oh, it's like it's like the organic food. That's way better. But like, of course, non organic food has has a fantastic place in our diet. Please. Like and just because it's more expensive doesn't necessarily mean it's better. And it's the same with frozen food. It's what's accessible. And you know, how can you achieve the biggest balance in your life really? Like that's that's kind of where I'm coming from with that. Yeah. No, I don't know. It's, it's the, one of the most common questions I get asked always, is which is better, frozen or fresh. The thing is, you're doing your best to add in more whole foods. I don't ever tell people not to eat vegetables. If they can only get spinach that isn't registered as organic, that's absolutely fine. But when you do get it organic, when you do get it organic, you have to see and realize that it's not only beneficial to you, but it's also beneficial to the environment. And we have to think about it long term because we're only here for, I suppose, a short period of time and we're doing our best. And that's what you have to do. You do your best, support someone local, support a farmer, go out there and get outside yourself, get your hands dirty and get the benefits of serotonin when you touch your hands or your skin off the likes of the soil. We've heard that nice. quite a bit, actually, from people, Jolene, haven't we? We have. Yeah, absolutely. There's definitely the uh, the happy factor from uh, putting your hands into the earth. Yeah, it's massive. And that's why incorporating grounding in my organic fitness programs, because a lot of us have lost touch with, I suppose, being outside. It's anything to do with sun, ground, air, wind is beneficial to your overall health. We have become an inside community that we wake up in a in a bed that has an electric blanket on with the curtains closed we woke up wake up onto a, a lovely mat to prevent our feet getting i suppose a little bit frostbitten in the morning from the tiles we then go into the kitchen we turn and turn on a light fill up a coffee cup go into a car go into the office sit down drink as much as suppose or liquid calories in excessive amounts come back home after an eight or 12 hours, 10 or 12 hour shift, come back into the house and then we're having whatever's handiest and it typically is processed foods. And then we're putting on artificial lights. We're so far away removed from what actually is healthy for us that we we're wondering and we're so confused what actually is optimal health. It's doing things that are naturally and more naturally normal, I suppose, 20 years ago, outside exposure, more whole foods. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes perfect sense. Um, getting started. Give me two tips to get started. 
two tips to get started. What I want you to do, anyone, wherever your fitness level is right now, is you want to, I suppose, realize that where you are right now, getting yourself set up for a goal, is where you want to, I suppose, achieve yourself. So you're starting off where you are right now, working towards it, getting your 10,000 steps, getting into a routine. And as a result of that, once you have a routine, you just have to follow it. Being, I suppose, consistent is massively important. Mm. And I just want people to be happier and healthier, working towards and a healthier version of themselves, incorporating in as much as was activity to where your fitness level is at and improving on just that. You're never, not ever looking for, I suppose, perfection because perfection doesn't exist. The realization that if you have a goal of a certain percentage of body fat to reduce down to or a number on a weighing scales that number always raises the bar mm. always moves mm. Mm. same with money money doesn't make you happy it's I suppose that quote that comes to mind again it's how can you be happy at the end destination if you're not happy on the journey the day-to-day -day things that you're doing have to fit into your lifestyle that you're enjoying it with your partner with your family and you're going and moving in the right direction excellent Amazing. brilliant Coleman tell us about your book quickly yeah, the book is coming tell, out tell, in us, two tell months us time. Like, about coleman power fitness oh, but... i tell you it's i'm I, i'm so electric about it because it's uh something that took so long like as you said i i would uh be one of those people who would struggle with writing things down or even sitting down in general would be something i struggle with but the idea is i sat down and was consistent with writing at least i suppose one paragraph every time i sat down and putting a coin in a jar the whole ethos of the book is, again, just getting people to consume more local, fresh and organic produce to improve their, I suppose, fitness goal and be a healthier individual for themselves. And there's foods in there that I recommend, organic fitness foods, beetroot, one of my favorite ones, spinach, kale, and apples being a massive one as well, being a probiotic for your, for what to improve your gut health is really important. And then the idea that at the end of the book, there's that setup of, goals and how important those are for yourself and working towards I suppose the best version of yourself doing more things on a regular basis to achieve whatever you want in life and don't ever I suppose compare yourself to anybody else because what that does is actually takes away the joy of what you have comparison mm. is the thief of joy lovely nice and where can where can people get your book the most certainly it will be on Amazon and it'll be on my website and I'll be literally shouting it from the rooftops on every different social media platform on TikTok on Instagram on YouTube on Facebook LinkedIn and now on the last one that's probably I'm before they invent another one I think it's Twitter so it'll be all available links on that I thought you were going to say the Neighborhood podcast <laughs> well, <laughs> as, also, as, the, as the ultimate uh, promotion for this uh, when is it coming out? it's coming out no exactly date set for but it will be in june that is the Sweet. month to go with. brilliant well best of luck with that thanks for thanks, joining us thanks, Coleman. Coleman. No.